0: Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host, for Nick's Nerd. Hey all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah, I'm saying that, I don't know I'm saying that, that's, uh, (laughs) feels like that was a lifetime ago, does it not, folks? Friends, G. Willikers, people. It's me, your host, Nick. It's time for Nick's Nerd News. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Why don't you hit that like and subscribe button while you're here listening and probably can't hit it anyway because it's not in a place where you can hit it. Anyway, things are getting better around the world, I think. Not really, though. They're really not. Things are still spir- spiraling, spiraling out of control. Anyway, as is every week, I am your constant. I am your voice inside your head while you're sleeping in your bed. No, that's uh, Metallica for you. No, no, it is It is me, Your your constant Nick of Nick's Nerd News, here to to rattle about the nonsense, as, as usual, I offer you a distraction, a distraction that you probably didn't really need, but you're, you're happy for it anyway, I know you are, I know that it, uh, it brings joy, I know it brings joy to all of you to hear me talk about nothing anyway. Anyway, it's it's just shitty everywhere. Anyway, let's talk about video games, huh? Well, the Isle of Armor finally released. The first Pokemon expansion ever. Uh, as well as the first expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, so far, I've only downloaded it on, on um, Shield, as I've not yet completed Pokemon Sword. It's very big, bigger than I expected. Uh, it's mostly wild area, um, so you know, uh, challenge dens and uh, Pokemon running around. Uh, fully evolved Pokemon of all things, um, ones I did not expect to see. Crazy like Tangrowth and Rhyperior and lily uh, Whale Lord who's enormous. I took I even took a screenshot of that. That's that's how crazy it was I was like whoa whoa uh the first couple challenges that they ask you to do aren't hard um I think I'm halfway through I, I don't know I, I got cub Fu, the new the new Pokemon uh, still no word yet on when that new mythical coming out is, is a, I don't even remember the name that monkey the monkey the grass monkey um one I don't I don't remember anyway um yeah it's 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 interesting. To say the least, I haven't even fully explored. Like I said, this is a huge, huge expansion. It doesn't look big, but in reality, when you're there playing, it's it's a lot more open than than some of the other regions in the game, and previous games even. It's little tame, like I said. There is a, a little fun feature where you can collect 151 Diglets for a, a hiker, uh, and he'll give you free gift Pokemon. And it, it's... It's different from from what what you're used to with Pokemon. That's for sure. But what is cool is they brought back the Pokemon following you feature. Uh, so that that's always a fun thing. So after you finish the three main challenges, you're able to have a Pokemon follow you around. Whoever's first in your party. So seeing the different Pokemon do that is is interesting and in how they size them down. It's 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 fun. It's fun. It's I don't know. It's just kind of empty. Like I said, it it's it's different. Uh, it is There is level scaling, so that's always good. Uh, provide more of a challenge post-game, which you don't always get in Pokemon. So that, that's an added benefit. Overall, though, it's just whatever. I mean, it, it's nice to have a lot more Pokemon back that we're missing from Dexit. And granted, I'm, I'm not done yet, but from what I've done so far, it's been kind of whatever. Uh, it's nice to have some new things. It looks like the beefier, the beefier and better expansion is going to be crown tundra which is based off whatever they're adding so i don't know it's just they only really added two pokemon that are new in this expansion where at least we're getting two brand new legendaries one new mythical and uh, of course three galarian v- variants of a legendaries in crown tundra uh, which is released uh, set to be released later this year but overall Isle of armor is just is just okay kind of worth it I, I don't know I would wait maybe it's probably gonna go on sale one day but anyway uh, Microsoft also announced with smart delivery, which is their new feature uh, that developers can opt into which is a function that if you buy a game on one console, no matter where you play it, you'll get the best version available, so you get a free upgrade for a lot of games. Uh, we'll also include save data, which I thought Xbox already saved that in the cloud with your Xbox Live account. So, a little confused on that. Maybe it will do it on, on games that weren't previously going to do it. I I don't know. I don't know. See how we're not talking about a whole lot here, folks. The things are skimpy lately. E three was supposed to be. Uh, anyway, uh, we did get a new game announcement, and it's a friggin' awesome one. It's fucking great! Star Wars Squadrons has been announced. A new game from EA Motive Studios. It will release in October uh, for forty dollars. You read that right? Forty dollars. You read that right. You heard that right. Uh, October 2nd, uh, Motive Studios, like I said, it will have have both single-player and multiplayer modes uh, with cross-play support. You can play the entire game in VR on PS4 and PC. Um, It is first-person. It's a first-person fighter, Star Wars fighter game. And it will take place after the Battle of Endor. You can play on the New Republic's Vanguard Squadron or the Galactic Empire's Titan Squadron. There will be multiple ships to play in. There will be customization options. Uh, multiplayer will have five v five battles. Uh, fleet battles is going to be one of them, and uh, which is like the big one, which is like a, a akin to like space battles in old Battlefront, where you kind of have to push the keep pushing the line forward and destroy a ship and its frigates. Uh, meanwhile, then they'll just have simple dog fights as well, and. It, like I said, uh, October 2nd on PC, Xbox, and PS4 for $40. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the trailer, but Harrison Dulla is in it. Harrison Dulla, one of the main characters from Star Wars Rebels. So they are bringing in a lot of characters to make sure it fits into the story. Uh, hopefully we'll get to see the ghost as well. Anyway, looks to be pretty interesting. And uh, a lot going on. Uh, very odd to see the M seventy five, MC seventy five ship return, which is a Mon Cal ship, uh, the one, the main ship that was uh, featured in Rogue One, uh, the main Rebel ship, the one that uh, Admiral Radis was on. Uh, anyway, like I said, it's it's interesting to see them using that ship post war, because uh, if you guys are baked into the Star Wars uh, current expanded universe uh, right now, you'd know that. Uh, previously, it was thought that the, the rebel, the rebellion, and the Mon Calamari uh, stopped using that ship uh, around the time of the Battle of Yavin, as MC80s and MC90s were started to be more widely used. Anyway, that's a rabbit hole we don't we don't need to get into right now. Again, that's uh, you need to know Star Wars. You need to be deep into Star Wars lore to, to know that stuff, and I know there's not many of us anymore. Anyway. Moving on, Uh, PlayStation 5, which is still uh, running around the news cycles right now, which is completely understandable. Uh, Out of PlayStation, they have confirmed that the PlayStation 5 UI is something that will be completely different than what you came to expect on the PS4. Which, if I'm not mistaken, was very similar to what was on PS3. um, But I I can't confirm or deny that because I, I didn't personally own a PlayStation 3, so... If I'm wrong, please tell me. I, I I don't know. I just remember seeing pictures. So I, I again I could be wrong. I'm not I'm not stating it as fact. Um, however, which this is interesting because it, it 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 opposite of, of what the rumors are saying right now, that rumors are saying that the Xbox Series X dashboard will pretty much be the same as what's on Xbox One, which is a little disjarring to hear, but but The Xbox One dashboard has come a very, 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 very far way from what it was at launch, um, where it was mostly broken. um, But things have come a very long way since then. But it'll be interesting to see what that ends up looking like uh, later this year, for both, for both consoles. If you are big in the Blizzard community, then you are fully aware of Overwatch as well as Heroes of the Storm. And uh, it was announced this week that another Overwatch character would be crossing the lines to be in HOTS, as it's called, Heroes of the Storm. May will officially join Heroes of the Storm later this year. So if you're a big fan of May in Overwatch and you do play HOTS, you can play as her in that now. Also announced a new game in the Kingdom Hearts series, Melody of Memory. It is a rhythm game, and all three... Why did I say all three? I don't know what I'm, I'm writing anymore in my, my notes here. Uh, it is a rhythm game. will feature the main characters. will also have music from all three of the main, mainline games. And I, I think it's an add-on to the third game? I, I don't know. Anyway, also announced was uh, something next in the next phase of Kingdom Hearts. Whatever the hell that means, and two more unannounced games were shown on this like list of of Kingdom Heartsness, and uh, we don't know if that's going to be a new entry in the mainline series, some kind of spinoff, uh, next gen re-releases. Who knows? Who knows? Could be anything. Could be anything. It could be Kingdom Hearts one point nine nine seven six, and Kingdom Hearts two point seven five eight. Um, oh wait, no, we already got a 2.8. So it'd be like Kingdom Hearts 2.879. <laughs> if you guys have played any Kingdom Hearts, you know these numbers are bullshit. Who knows, maybe it'll be 3.62. Kingdom Hearts 3.62, and it will tell the story of, of a Moogle uh, who you barely interact with in the game who has a crazy backstory that ties in uh, to everything. You know, it's I'm going on a ramble here. (laughs) I need to stop. Anyway, Kingdom Hearts, Melody of Memory, coming later this year. Anyway, moving forward here. Madden NFL 2021, uh, who will feature Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens on its cover, uh, will release this year. And if you do purchase the Xbox One, or PS4 versions, you will be entitled to a free next-gen upgrade uh, anytime between now and the release of Madden 22, uh, if you upgrade your console after uh, after the purchase of of Madden 21. So that's a, a nice thing. After they had been kind of flip-flopping on it and not, they hadn't been very uh, very clear on on how that was going to work or if they were going to do that at all. It was very very complicated. Uh, that that's that's for sure. Anyway, uh, they also announced that they'll do that for um, FIFA 21 as well when that releases. So EA is uh, being a little more consumer friendly lately, trying to earn back all the 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 goodwill they've lost over the years. That's for damn sure. Anyway. Anyway, also announced uh, PAX West and PAX Australia have uh, been replaced with what will now be called PAX Online. Uh, This will take place between September 12th through the 20th and will be completely free, No, no charged anything for PAX Online in September. Uh, also, this last week, we got a new Pokemon Presents, which was like a Pokemon Direct that Nintendo put out. lot of new stuff ca- came out, biggest of which, a new fucking Pokemon Snap, people. That's right, you heard me, a new Pokemon Snap, and it will feature Pokemon from every current generation, so we're up to Gen 8 now, and yes, that's that's right. Pokemon Snap is coming back, and it's new Pokemon Snap, and I can't wait. That's going to be so fun. I, I, I cannot wait. Also announced, Pokemon Go will be getting Mega Evolutions sometime in the future. No word yet on if they will get all of the ones that were featured in the mainline games, if new ones will be announced. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think Mega Evolutions were something that should have been brought back. I don't like Dynamaxing in Sword and Shield. Z moves were fucking terrible in, in uh, Sun and Moon. But I, I think I think if anything, Mega Evolution is something that needs to come back into the mainline games as well. Um, also announced was Pokemon Smile, some new mobile game along with Pokemon Cafe, which is a free to start game. If I haven't, that's that's. Uh, that's a disgusting statement if I've ever heard one. Free to start? What kind of bullshit is that? You're just telling them, uh, we're just gonna end up charging you later. And you're just gonna give us all your money to play this game. That's fucking terrible. That's horrid. It's like, uh... We just want your money. It's like... Idiot. Jerks, man. It's horrid. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I just... I don't... I don't even... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. That's it. <laughs> anyway, new Pokemon Snap. That's the only thing you should care about. And Mega Evolution's coming to Pokemon Go. Uh, moving on, if you guys have been playing uh, Animal Crossing's New Horizons, you might have noticed something new. KFC has opened a location in Animal Crossing. Um, obviously, this is going along with their console announcement last week, which... Yeah, they're releasing a crossplay console, I guess the KFC console. <laughs> uh, anyway, they said that they have uh, this is per their Philippines Facebook account, so it's probably not in the U.S. And it's a fully kitted out diner. Uh, there's a Colonel Sanders, uh, Animal Crossing's character, and this is pretty crazy. And it's a co- collaboration between KFC and Ogilvy. Um, it will have a place where they store the 11 herbs and spices that you can't go. And this will be KFC Philippines. They'll be opening a KFC-themed island to the public. And you can find and hunt down Colonel Sanders uh, where you can get a code to get a free 8-piece bucket. Um, but I think it only um, in the Philippines. It It is closed, though. I guess it closed on Monday. Or oh, wait, tomorrow's Monday. So, uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be over. But, but, yeah, I guess you had to live in the Philippines, though. Because I'm, I'm guessing that code for an eight-piece bucket wasn't going to work here in the States. That's for damn sure. Um, last week, we talked about the PS5 showcase. And I talked about how, how Horizon Zero Dawn 2 or Horizon 2 Forbidden West was announced. And I am very, very excited. Especially because of fucking Elephant. ...type machine is going to be in it. Um, But Guerrilla Games did sit down with some news outlets... ...and did speak more. And they are hoping to have a launch sometime in 2021. Uh, No word on if that would be a spring release... ...like they did with the first game... ...or a a summer or fall release. Um, But hopefully it's, it's sooner rather than later in 2021. That's for damn sure. Because I want to play some Horizon... ...as Aloy and hunt down some machines, yo. That is going to be great. Cannot wait. Um, Some sad news to report here. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed until November of this year. Which, it's unfortunate. Um, and especially since we're not getting a true next-gen next gen version of the game. Uh, per CD Projekt Red, that the free, more robust... Upgrade will arrive next year sometime. While the uh, the console, the PS4 and Xbox One versions will be playable on the next gen consoles. Uh, this is per Gamatsu, um, who listened in to a call. Uh, they said, This is per CD Project Red. It says, At some point, we're going to have a more robust update for the next gens, which we're planning to give free of charge to anybody who purchased the PS4 Xbox One version. But in any case, you'll be able to play the game on the next gens from the 19th of November when the game releases, and it will look better on the next gens from that moment. So, I guess it's still going to look better, but you won't get a full, 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 full upgrade until later. Which, I get it, I get it. They're delaying it, they need to work on it. More power to them. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, more wishwashiness when it comes to the Miles Morales game. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. I guess it will be a standalone game, even though it's an expansion uh, on PS5. I I don't know why I have to buy the game again. I hope, I hope, I hope they don't charge an outrageous amount of money. They did say though it will be more substantial of an expansion, uh, more akin to um, Uncharted: Lost Legacy, which I thoroughly enjoyed that game. So if it's anything like that. I'll I'll be okay paying that, but it's like you get into this weird wishy washy area. Then, like, is it the full game? Is it not? I, it it just, what what it why 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 are they teasing us like this? It looks like it sounds like Sony was just like this was ready to go, but they're like, uh, let's keep it for PS five because we clearly don't have a great launch lineup right now. At least of exclusives. That's what it looks like. I'm not saying I could be wrong. They're, we still have plenty of time, okay? But I mean, some of their stuff is is only going to be timed exclusivity. So, and yes, then you have people on Xbox like, yeah, but it's on PC. Not everybody has a fucking PC, dude. And if you want a PC that does what what that thing is going to do or PS Five is going to do, you're you're dishing out way more than. Five, six hundred bucks, you're gonna pay that for the graphics card alone, like, get the fuck out of here, bullshit, it's on PC, (laughs) assholes, so dumb, yes PC is better, but like I said, people can afford consoles, people can't afford PCs sometime, okay, okay, Also, what came through the cracks via a job listing of all places... Why do we always find out about video game stuff through job listings? Uh, Despite all the turmoil and upheaval going on at WB Interactive, which is the owner of Mortal Kombat, Studio NetherRealm, and Rocksteady, and WB Montreal... Anyway, anyway, uh, it is almost practically confirmed... That we will be getting a new Injustice game and a new Mortal Kombat game sometime in the future on next gen consoles. No surprise there. Mortal Kombat has a very lasting legacy as, as a great fighting game franchise. Injustice has clearly earned itself a, a, a top spot in the pantheon or near the top spot in the pantheon of fighting games uh, recently introduced. And and of course. They're gonna to want to keep making games where you can fight as as the Justice League. Who doesn't want to do that? And because of the multiverse in in the realm of of DC Comics, you have so much to do. And then with the whole Dark Knight's metal thing, that's a whole other element you can bring it in into it into injustice games where you can be on in the dark multiverse. You know, the Batman who laughs, the Red Death. You know, it, it, it'd be great. Man, the possibilities. Just thinking about it. If they, if they don't incorporate the 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 evil Batman in, in some way, shape, or form in the next Injustice game, it, it's a wasted opportunity, if you ask me. There, there's a reason the Batman Who Laughs has stuck around for so long. Also announced, uh, Apex Legends will be heading to Switch, finally, with full cross-play cross play capability. So now we'll be able to play against your friends on Apex Legends, uh, no matter what console they're on. So that that's awesome that they're finally adding that, um, if people still play. I know Warzone's kind of taken over, and Fortnite has yet to go away. Anyway, Skate is coming back! I, th- I think, maybe, one day, if EA Play <laughs> is to be believed. They said Skate is coming back in the future. The future of Skate? I I don't know. I really don't know what that means. But our final bit of gaming news tonight for all of you is the fact that the Guinness World Record has been restored to its rightful owner for both Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. Uh, they have been restored to Billy Mitchell, I uh, previously been disqualified, um, because someone said they were done on an emulator, and you know he fought for a long time to have that disproven. And, uh, per Guinness themselves, they said, in light of compelling new evidence received by Guinness World Records, I feel like I should be doing this with a British accent, you know, Guinness... In light of the compelling new evidence received by Guinness World Records, the records management team has unanimously decided to reverse decisions made in April of 2018 in regards to video game high scores achieved by Billy Mitchell between 1982 and 2010, Guinness World Records said in a statement. In a video statement, Guinness World Records editor-in-chief Craig Glendy Glenday, Glenday uh, said that new evidence had come forward through eyewitness accounts and these new, uh, newly restored records are highest score on Donkey Kong, eight hundred seventy-four thousand three hundred points, uh, achieved November seventh, nineteen eighty-two. First perfect score on Pac-Man, which is three million three hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred sixty points, July thirteenth, July third, nineteen ninety-nine. Highest score on Donkey Kong, which is one one million forty-seven. Thousand two hundred points, June fourth, two thousand five. Highest score on Donkey Kong again, one million fifty thousand two hundred points, July fourteenth, two thousand seven. And he broke that record yet again. Highest score on Donkey Kong, one million sixty two thousand eight hundred points, July thirty first, twenty ten. He's also known um, as the King of Kong. You know, there's been a documentary made about him. Uh, big rivalry. With another one searching for that. Uh, again, he did beat his score in 2018, but it's um, pretty awesome, though, to see that his records have been restored after they were unceremoniously taken away from him for for some petty, stupid reasons, really. Because of rumor and hearsay. But that that's uh, that's a nice big win for the video game community, and that's where we will end that conversation. On to TV! Let's all sit down on the couch of creativity in the living room of authenticity. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway, uh, producers for The Witcher have announced, which I've still yet to watch season one. I'll get there. I'll get there. (laughs) Uh, Season two will take place on one timeline, allegedly, for all the characters. They didn't say which, but it will all be one. Because I know a lot of people complained about that and had issues with that uh, for the first season. Maybe I should watch that this weekend. That's probably what I'll do. Anyway, uh, Ewan McGregor was interviewing, I think, with Collider. I could be wrong. Uh, But he did confirm that the Obi-Wan Kenobi show will be using the same visual effects technology that The Mandalorian has uh, created and adapted... Uh, called The Volume, I, I, I urge you very much to watch the uh, the making of TV show about The Mandalorian, where they go into depth about this. John Favreau kind of helped spearhead this technology, first when he was making The Jungle Book, then when he was making Lion King, and now, of course, with The Mandalorian. And it, it, it's a blending of VR and video game technology with traditional filmmaking, and it allows for this crazy immersive experience that, like, you can you could kind of tell George Lucas was heading towards when he was making the prequels, where you don't necessarily have to be in a green screen everywhere, but it, it has this amazing uh, LED screens around the the mini set that that's been constructed to allow this crazy background effect that looks real but it's not. And and when you watch the Mandalorian, and then you see how they made it, you're almost just like, "Whoa, whoa, that's amazing how they've done that," and and what they what they did. It's it's the way you can insert a character into a cutscene, not a cutscene. <laughs> see, I'm already talking in video games. Um, the way you could create a uh, put a character into a, a a visual effects backdrop is is is, is unreal. And it will definitely allow for them to, to have this great experience when making the Obi-Wan show without having to go film in the desert, you know. Since that show will pri- primarily, hopefully, primarily take place on Tatooine. Because that's really the only logical explanation for it to be. But that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy they're doing that. And of course, Deborah Chow, who's directing the series... ...knows how to use it as she's directed two episodes of The Mandalorian... ...and I think she's coming back for season two as well... ...as they have not started on Obi-Wan just yet. Uh, also news this week, Dan Harmon... ...creator uh, of Community... ...and co-creator of Rick and Morty... ...will be adapting a new animated show for Fox... ...for the Fox Network. So I'm, I'm very, very, very excited there. And I cannot wait to see what he does. Community is one of my favorite shows... Which I finally, finally finished f- season six. Uh, now that Community is on Netflix, I didn't want to have to go find it on. I think it was on Hulu, or it, you know that final season was on Yahoo. If you didn't know, but it was, uh, it was the 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 quality had dipped a bit, you know, since since when it was on NBC, and obviously without um, without without Donald Glover, without Chevy Chase, it was it was hard to to get into the newer characters, but. It was, it was okay. That's that's for sure. The paintball episode was great, um, and I liked how they finally brought the dean in on everything. Anyway, Dan Harmon is doing a new show, for Fox. It's going to be animated. I'm sure it's going to be perfect. And uh, we're wrapping up here with TV. Slow week, <laughs> but uh, it turns out Modok was supposed to be the villain of the canceled. New Warrior show that Hulu was supposed to get from Marvel. I know this means nothing to most of you. So I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies and... Have ourselves a snack? Is that, is that what they say? I don't even know. Hold on. As I fake sing it. It was about going to the lobby. but But anyway. <laughs> anyway. How about this? Two movies have actually had their release dates moved up. Okay, they were only moved up a week each, but it's still something, folks. Bill and Ted will move up a week to August 14th of this year. Meanwhile, uh, No Time to Die will move up a week to November 20th of this year. So win-win, folks. (laughs) Win-win. Anyway, Joe Cornish was on a, a podcast this week. Uh, Forgive me, uh, I don't have the name here. Uh, Anyway, Joe Cornish, director of Attack the Block and many other films, has confirmed that he has spoken to John Boyega about being in a potential Attack the Block 2. Now remember, Attack the Block is one of the reasons John Boyega got his Star Wars gig. So that's always a good thing. Uh, Also... Shown off on the Avatar social media channels, James Cameron is back in the director's chair as things are start, starting to finally calm down in other parts of the world uh, to allow production facilities to get up and running again, uh, with Avatar, of course, being the first. Uh, it was also announced that Jurassic World Dominion will be one of the first films to resume production in the UK uh, in the second week of July, which means things are coming back. Everywhere else. I can't stress this enough. Everywhere fucking else. Uh, Anyway. David Coop has announced that he is uh, no longer working on Indiana Jones 5. Despite the fact that he worked on pretty much all the previous ones with with Spielberg. Uh, But now that James Mangold is directing. um, He is leaving the way for James and his people to... To work on it, essentially, um, I, I get it, I really do, but at the same time, it just it sucks, right? Because, okay, he didn't work on all of the other ones, but he's worked on a lot of things with, with, um, with Steven Spielberg, like big movies. He's written uh, Toy Soldiers, uh, the original Jurassic Park, Mission Impossible, the original, the first one, Lost World Jurassic Park. So, uh, Spider-Man, yes, that Spider-Man, uh, two thousand one, Sam Raimi, War of the Worlds, King of the Crystal Skull, Angels and Demons, uh, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, Inferno, The Mummy. Okay, well, maybe not everything's good, <laughs> but you know, it it um, it sucks, kind of sucks, but but it's understandable because uh, uh Steven's not directing, which I'm a little upset by. But but James Mangold is an amazing director as well. I mean, look at Logan. Fucking perfect movie. I think that's a great analog or analogy or, or however you want to do to how we should expect um, Indy to be. I, I will say that. Because he knows how to treat an older character, if you will. Also announced the Oscars have been postponed to April 28th of 2021, and along with that, the eligibility window has been extended to February 28th, which would have been the original uh, airing of the Oscars. So it looks like they're going to give some time since a lot of movies got delayed. Understandable. Understandable. I wonder how that will affect the Oscars in 22, though, uh, for the calendar year 21. Uh, James Gunn was also asked about the future of Guardians of the Galaxy. He, of course, has said that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will probably be his last. Um, Also speculating that more than likely Volume 3 will be the last Guardians film with its current roster. Which I totally get. I mean, I I didn't expect them to keep making that, be on that team forever. I don't think Star-Lord's going to be there forever. I don't think Drax is going to be there forever. Maybe Rocket and Groot. I, I don't know. But I get it. And you know what? Same like in the actual comics. The the Guardians of the Galaxy is ever-changing. Like, this opens the door for Nova. This opens the door for Adam Warlock. Plenty of people. Plenty of people. And pretty much Thor is joining, <laughs> joining them. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Also came out, speaking of David Coop, we also found out recently that uh, James Cameron, of all people had a big influence on Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. James Cameron was originally supposed to direct a Spider-Man movie back in the 80s, um, but David Coop was talking to... Uh, sorry, who was he talking to? With uh, IGN, of all places. He said, I never saw any previous versions from development because it had just come out of litigation, as I recall. And, if, and so, if there were other versions, they were like canon in the 80s or early 90s, but Cameron's treatment was very influential. I had a lot of my own specific thoughts about what the movie ought to be because I had been a Spider-Man fan as a kid and a young adult, but his treatment, it just took it seriously. It took Peter seriously as a character, and it took a superhero movie seriously as a genre, and you hadn't seen that before. This was 2000-2001 when I was writing Spider-Man, and there hadn't been a good superhero movie since probably the second Batman. X-Men had still yet to come. That came out, I think, while we were shooting. Um, The fact that he had written this 85, or whatever it was, Page's treatment, that in itself was really meaningful and said, no, no, take this seriously, this is a real movie with real people in it. Um, He had some very good ideas in it. I liked the organic web shooters, which some people liked and some people didn't. But that was his idea, and I was happy to use it. So there you have it, folks. You can thank James Cameron for the organic web shooters in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man Trilogy. Love it or hate it, it's because of James Cameron. Um, anyway, AMC Theaters uh, is expected to open on July 15th. They do ask that you do wear a mask, if uh, especially if you live in an area that requires it. I live in California, so it is required. Uh, no word yet on if you'll have to wear it in your seat. At least when you're in the common areas with with a lot of people around. Just common courtesy. Um, On top of that, uh, Regal and Cinemark are expected to open sometime in July as well. I don't know what movies you're going to go watch except, you know, Inception, which is coming out again. Like, that movie loses all muster after one viewing. But, story for another day, folks. Anyway... Uh, also announced, Dune is going back to Hungary for reshoots. Luckily, it will not affect the release date of the film in any way, shape, or form. So that's a that's a good sign. Really like to hear that. And Studio Ghibli showed off their new film, Aya and the Witch. It's their first fully CG film. It does not look good. I'm sorry, but it, it does not look like a Studio Ghibli movie. I mean, it does, but it just it looks... It looks like it was made like 15 years ago in terms of the quality. And I, I, I it's not a knock against them, you know, it's their first one. So I, I just, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to take it. But we'll see, we'll see. So, also, uh, sadly Ian Holm passed away this past week. Uh, many of you know him as Bilbo Baggins. From the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, and of course he had been in many, many other films as well. Including The Fifth Element. And, and many, many other films. Um, he did pass away at the age of 88. Um, he will be sadly missed. Um, but like I said, he was in a, a lot of, of great movies. Many movies beloved by millions of people all over the world. And um, his time will not be forgotten. That's for damn sure. Especially if he got a role in The Lord of the Rings. People will never, ever, ever forget him. And uh, that's that. But one more bit of movie news here before we move on to some other stuff. Zack Snyder and HBO Max have released the first teaser for the Snyder Cut. Involves uh, Diana, Wonder Woman, Uh, Looking into, obviously, stuff about the Mother Boxes and finding an image of Darkseid, which then cuts to Darkseid invading a planet. And we get our first look at how Darkseid will look, in a moving picture at least. Because we did see a a tease of a still image. Ooh, I can't wait. Hopefully it's not uh, too far into 2021 before we get to watch it. Uh, That's it for movie news. So... Moving on to some other stuff. Uh, unfortunately, Star Wars Celebration 2020 has been cancelled. Uh, has been moved and rescheduled to August of 2022. I don't know why it couldn't have just been next year, but I'm sure Disney has its reasons. Luckily, if you did purchase any tickets, you are free to transfer them to the next event. Uh, that option will be available until August, so you do have to do it in a timely manner. You can't just wait forever. Um, So you will be able to transfer your tickets. Like I said, August of 2022 will be the new time frame for Star Wars Celebration. Man, that sucks. I hope they do something digital in place of it to announce some of the stuff that they were going to show off this year. Sucks. Sucks, man. Sucks. Um, But per the official statement... Hold on, I'm pulling it up now. Uh, Fans who are planning to attend Star Wars Celebration Anaheim this year may either transfer their current ticket purchase to the new event dates, receive a refund, or receive a credit for Star Wars Celebration merchandise. As a token of our appreciation and to thank all Star Wars Celebration 2020 fans who chose to transfer their tickets to the 2022 show, we are excited to offer a free exclusive Star Wars Celebration Stormtrooper character pin for all transferred tickets. Uh, The new dates are August 18th through 21st of 2022, the ticket refund and merchandise credit response request period opens Monday, June twenty second, and this official site says these requests must be completed by August twenty sixth of this year. So just make sure you do it before the end of August. Um, also announced with Comic Con being canceled, DC and Warner Brothers have announced the DC Fandom. It's an immersive virtual fan experience. Uh, it's almost like a Comic-Con event. It is uh, free, luckily. A 24-hour long event to be held on August 22nd. You'll be able to log in, see new announcements and trailers for a variety of DC movies, TV series, comics, and video games. They will have virtual panels from cast and creators of, of, of all the projects. Uh, very, uh, Arrowverse shows, Wonder Woman 1984, The Batman, Black Adam... Uh, as well as the Snyder Cut. So that's nice. Hopefully we'll get some teaser trailers for the Batman and Suicide Squad. Uh, maybe some news about what's next from Rocksteady. Or if there's going to be an Arkham game. And they will also use it to hopefully announce the star of Batwoman. Now that Ruby Rose has stepped away. And I cannot wait to see how this Plans, plays out and how it happens Um What is this They put out an image That looks like a multiverse That's the Hall of Heroes The DCU-verse The Watch-verse Kids-verse, Insider-verse And Fun-verse Whatever the fuck that all means uh, Saturday, August 22nd Starting at 10am Free, that's all that matters, it's free It's free, folks it's free. Also, announced um, is that the Undertaker has retired from wrestling. No, that's part of it. But DC Comics will no longer use uh, no longer use Diamond Comic Distributors, which is uh, pretty big because they're breaking up a monopoly in the comics world. Um, they are going to be distributing it them the comics through their own channels, which is a pretty big deal. This this is a major shake-up in the comics industry. Diamond has pretty much been distributing, uh, per some of my research here, Diamond has been distributing comics, pretty much all the major comics, um, for for a couple decades at this point, and they they pretty much had a monopoly on the situation. Which monopolies are never good, um, but. For the comics industry to survive, I I think this could ultimately be a very good thing. But who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Uh, 2020 changed almost every industry. (laughs) Uh, Some for the good, some for the bad. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how things go from here. But anyway, uh, that is it for Nixnerd News. I still urge a lot of you to show support and stand up for what is right. Um, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm using... I'm trying to exploit that or anything. So I don't want to... I don't want to put it in your face. And I don't... Like I said, I I should be, really. And and at the same time... I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm, I'm taking advantage of the situation either. Like I said, I, I have more skin in the game than, than peop- some people do. But stand up for what's right. Support black-owned businesses support black creators because they don't always get their due. And, And it's a shame. And we need to start realizing that there are a lot of things that are uncomfortable to talk about that need to be talked about and brought to the forefront. And I urge you to stand with me, to stand with them, and not sit idly by anymore. But... I know this came out of left field on, on today's episode, but no, it's it's necessary because you need to you need to catch people when they don't expect it so they can wake up and realize the problems that people have been facing for decades in this country. There is one race and it's the human race. There are no other races. Don't get it twisted. Okay. Do not get it twisted. It is an artificial construct created to make us think about some people as inferior, and that is not a, a, a fact or a truth in any way, shape, or form. We are all equal. We all bleed the same, okay? We all bleed the same, and just remember that. Anyway, that's it for Nixner News. Thank you guys for listening. As always, check out NixnerNews.com. Where you can listen to the show right in your browser, or if you prefer to listen to us on the go, you can find links to our Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast pages. While you're on NixNerdNews.com, stop by our social page to see all of our social media feeds all in one handy dandy place so you can check out all of the memes. Or if you prefer, you can click on each one and follow us individually, or look for NixNerdNews on Twitter. Instagram, and Facebook. Otherwise, as always, don't listen to haters, people. Just, you do you, huh? I'll catch you guys on the flip side.